Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast, where I am joined by the one and only Noor of the Reality Is podcast. <laughs> I'm, hello. First of all, hello. Um, I'm laughing because I literally, literally just finished Miami. Oh and I'm my still, God. Like, cracking up from <laughs> just like the silliness of it all. Like, I, <laughs> it's. It's equal parts like problematic, but also like low stakes, petty nonsense. It is. It it is. Nicole, I just saw an interview Nicole did where she was asked about, you know, where she falls with her franchise. And um, she said that she feels like they are teetering a line um, with like the other franchises, like not being able to come back, not like taking things too personally. And I said, you know what? I agree. I do yeah. agree that you are teetering a line, but you're, you guys are teetering it so well, but there are just some things that like we need to pull back on Larsa, but we'll get there. Yes. Um, this week we are here to talk about the mess that is the shows. Now we are not going to be talking about after the altar from love is blind because we talked about it on Norris podcast. So yes. if you want to hear all my thoughts on that, go over there. Um, it is like we said, the reality is co- uh, context. <laughs> The reality is podcast where we get in all things we yell about yes. all of them. Yes. Um, let's start with Vanderpump because I feel like not a lot happened. I actually fell asleep on it. I had to watch the ending <gasps> party. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I actually love Vanderpump rules right now. Uh, no, I love it. I just was yeah. really tired. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I fell asleep and I had to wake up and like watch the rest of it. Um, let me say this. I need to see ID on Jamie's <laughs> girlfriend apparently she's like in her late 20s no (laughs) no Mm -mm. no no okay allegedly she's in her late 20s and she was on a reality tv show in like ohio (laughs) i will be looking that up as soon as we get off here because i'm intrigued but i noticed that she's she's getting confessionals i know this season when i saw her i said oh oh this is what we're doing okay yeah they're giving a confessional to anybody on the show, it turns I, out. Honestly, give me one. <laughs> give me one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So Lala and Katie were on uh, Watch What Happens Live last night. And yes. I didn't think that they were, they had made up. I don't know. I couldn't really tell. I just saw clips. I didn't watch the um, episode. Yeah, me too. But Lala says that she's coming for Sandoval at the reunion because she did not get knocked up. In which made me tweet, but she did get knocked up because if she did not get knocked up, then she wouldn't have a child, which then some lady did let me know that being knocked up implies that she just got pregnant on accident. Yeah. Apparently it was planned. And it was planned. It was, she was, was in what she thought was a loving relationship, which we'll, we'll get to that part. Um, and I said, okay, I didn't, I've had married friends, which this is their sense of humor be like, well, I'm knocked up. Like I don't knocked up to me as pregnant, but okay. Uh, I mean, I definitely cringed when Tom Sandoval said it last yes. week. I was like, Ooh. I don't think they should be saying that. I, I don't like, I don't think they should be saying yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, you as a man don't get to have comments mm-hmm. about what a woman chooses, who a woman chooses to have her baby with. Yeah. Um, you can make all the other comments about the relationship she was in, the man that she trusted, whatever, all this stuff, but you don't get to say, like, well, we maybe you shouldn't have gotten knocked up. Like it's just so yeah misogyny, I, but yeah i didn't like that either well i can go fuck herself literally <laughs> literally because like that's my thing i i really did not like T- tom or tom talking no. to lala about the carryings on of what like her getting pregnant and things yeah. like that like i was like mm, giving me the ick okay mm-hmm. you guys should just not be saying this but at the same time lala since it's just us gals here now what when lala goes over to villa rosa and she (laughs) has a conversation with lisa vanderpump in this episode that i just was like 
Hmm. The first thing that made me go, hmm, was that Lisa Vanderpump says that she had not talking to, talking to or seen Randall, talking to, spoken to yeah. Randall since Pandora had her baby and he insisted that he come over. I said, me excuse me? He insisted he come, what, what, what? Yeah. To what? Help her with, like, as the lactation consultant on the side? Why, why would he come over? Why does he need to, no, like, Lisa, no, no. I was like, this, two plus two isn't equaling four here. That makes no fucking sense. Yes. Why yeah. Why would he need to be over? But I said, okay, whatever. Then Lala starts getting into, you know, what we all say about her, the, the you know, big question we all have. It's like, girl, well, actually not a question, a statement, like, girl, you knew you were dating a married man. And what she tries to imply that she, she didn't know. And yeah. we have some conflicting things here because last season, Ariana said, me and Sheena knew that Randall was married yes. and we covered for her. Yes. And now- Lala tells us this fucking story that made me just like I'm like did you think this is gonna make me feel bad for you says that she had doubts in the beginning because the ex-wife was saying things online nothing was adding up says that Randall flew her to Arizona I said I bet you were super excited to get back on that PJ yes and goes to a therapist yes where the therapist tells her his ex is a codependent and it will not accept that the relationship is over. Okay. And I said, was this supposed to sound better than yeah. the truth? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not sure what that even implies about yeah, no. their marriage. He was mm -hmm. still married. Thank you. And this is my thing. If I heard that. So a little backstory on me. I I've told y'all when I was 20, my boyfriend was 35. I'm like just now getting like the past few years, I'm just now getting around to like working that out in therapy and realizing that that wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. He was married. I, mm. I, when I met him, I did not know that like, well, no, I did know that he was married, but then as time went on, cause we worked together, he told he was a DJ. He told all of us, all of us at work that he was getting divorced. Mm. Now, I don't, I don't know if that was true or not. He said that his wife was cheating on him. Um, you know, as far as I knew they were getting a divorce, but like, since I've been working that out, it is something that I'm like, was he actually getting a divorce mm. or like what now the whole situation was fucked because the wife was also who was 36, 37 was also dating somebody, a guy my age. It was so fucking weird, guys. A hard time, hard time in my life. I had a lot of other things going on. But I was just, I remember my mom sitting me down in that point and being like, sweetie, there are some things that like maybe you like him, but is the drama worth it? Yeah. And I can tell you right now, I don't think it is. <laughs> and that's what I had to think of with Lala. I was like, like me now. I would be, and even me at 25, I would be like, no, 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 no. You got too much shit going on. Like, call me when, when you had the papers. Yeah, of course. I think that like, I, I'm not going to, I never want to always, like, my thing is always this. I don't always want to jump to blaming the woman mm -hmm. who is with a man who is married or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. because the person who is married is a person who is responsible. Yep. They're the ones who have the vows. They're the ones who are responsible for upholding whatever mm -hmm. the relationship is, right? But like my thing with Lala is that in this scene with Lisa, she's like, I know what everybody thinks of me, blah, 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 all this stuff. It's just really hurtful that Lisa, you think it too. It's like, but Lala, you also think this about yourself, that you were also stupid. You were also it, ignoring yep. the red flags, like mm -hmm. admitting that these, all these things were true and you knew them to be true and you knew them to be red flags and you just continued to believe him. And what you're not saying out loud is because the money was nice. Yes. That, and that is my thing as well, because I started like, you know, empathizing with her because I was like, you know, I was in a situation too, but I was like, no, bitch, you were 20. Lala was 25 getting yes. with Randall. Like there's a difference there, but also I like, it's okay. We all have that time in a relationship. It doesn't have to be like a cheating situation. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, as dire as that, but we all with our past relationships have times where we're like, damn, I was stupid there. I was yeah. stupid and it's okay. Yeah. Listen, 
we've all been in our twenties. Okay. Mm -hmm. And some of you listening might even still be in your Mm twenties. The thing about your twenties is it's not very smart. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's in your twenties, you have this false sense of adulthood without the emotional and like psychological development of actually being able to understand and like, and, and like see the world for what the reality of the situation is. It's a lot of like rushing into adulthood that like, I don't think anybody necessarily prepares us for. So I get it that like people make a lot. I mean, look, Stassi Schroeder was on the show throughout her entire twenties. James Kennedy is 25. Like these people (laughs) are. Yeah. James is young. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep talking. (laughs) Yeah. James is in his twenties. He's a baby on the show. Maybe he's now 30. I don't know. How old was he dating? How old is he dating Kristen? He's 31. He's my age. Okay. He's 31. When he was on the show, he was 20 years old though. He was 20 years old dating Kristen Dowdy, Doody, Doty, whatever her last name is. He was really young. He couldn't, he wasn't even like, he wasn't even allowed to drink legally when he first started on Vanderpump Rules. It was a whole thing. Um, But like, the thing is, I feel for Lala because she's like upset and all that stuff. And I think like, it's valid to be upset. Mm -hmm. But I think the person that she needs to be the most upset with is herself. Yeah. And instead she takes her anger and she puts it on all these other people i think Mm -hmm. what the way tom shorts talks to her the way tom shorts talks to anybody especially women um is really fucked up the only woman that he gives any ounce of respect to is lisa vanderpump because he's he knows that she's the boss in charge and like you posted that video about tom shorts being tom shorts and cole from love is blind being so similar in that like they do this passive aggressive nice shit where like you're not actually nice you're actually a very mean person and you're a misogynist, but you mm-hmm. know how to turn up to charm to gaslight people into thinking that you're on their side. So I think Tom Schwartz is really fucked up in the way he talked to Lala, but does he have a point? Lala is gathering her friends on Sheena's Like <laughs> <laughs> A broken clock is right twice a day. Okay. So like, and this is, I. the funny thing is about that video is, the person who made it, she made another video where she made another great point, which is that Tom Schwartz, and then I'm adding Cole into this, they seem to attract partners, women, that they know they can make look like a bitch. Mm. Like it, they can easily make look like a bitch. And like the amount of messages I've had from, you know, just my followers, people that we discuss things about these shows that from women that are like, I used to think that Katie was such a bitch, like such a terror. And I can admit that I, I never thought that Katie was such a bitch because of Tom. My thing with Katie was always with her and other women. Yeah. Like I never agreed with how much she called Lala whore. I never agreed with um, a couple things. And I always, I have so much questions about Katie because like she, I'll never forget. She was one that was like upset and like had sense in her brain when they did that joke about calling the fake cop car and stuff, Randall and yes. Jack. And yes. was like, this is not okay. Like people are dying at the hands of police brutality. And I'm like, well, your best friend is Stassi. <laughs> like, girl, what do you, what did, like, we heard what Stassi was saying. She would say it out loud. So I, I shudder to think what she would think about it or talk about when the behind closed doors, what did you say yeah. when she would say that stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think with Katie's always been, I like I, I've, my feelings about Katie's have swayed so much. I think Katie is absolutely the worst when Stassi is on the show. Mm-hmm. The times that Stassi has left the show has made me have a soft spot for Katie. Yeah. Like I also thought a lot about the fact that she had that like massive brain injury after she she fell fell through the skylight of a building. Like Mm -hmm. that's fucking horrifying. And that definitely does impact stuff. But like, but like Katie is also best friends with Stassi. And so birds of a feather a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, and that's sort of like how I feel about Lala and Rand too. Like Lala getting so upset about like these guys still communicating with Rand. And it's like, again, birds of a feather. You're the one that brought this piece of shit with these other pieces. Everybody except for you admitted that this man was not a good man to the point mm-hmm. where it was brought up last season. Tom Sandoval brought it up last season and you screamed at him about it. So screamed. So like when she's sitting there and she's crying and stuff, I do feel bad for her because it sucks to be going through that. But like, girl, you don't have to come for anybody except for yourself. Said like, that he was a stand-up guy. He just—he <laughs> was like, he is a stand-up guy. He is a Randall Emmett is a stand-up guy. I was like, to who? I don't even think he can stand up, to be honest. <laughs> um, I just the the thing like she. There's a lack of like, I don't want to say a lack of responsibility taken. I just, it's so layered how I feel about the situation because I don't wish it upon anybody. But like to use Lala's words against her, she was talking a lot of cash money shit. Yes. Like she was talking a lot of cash money shit back then. I don't think anybody does. And I, I say this often, you guys have heard me say it. I am talking two different situations here. I have to separate the situations with uh Randall and Nala. I'm not talking, I don't think anybody deserves to be affiliated with or find out that their partner has um gross allegations against them when it comes to like sexual misconduct. That's really disturbing. I'm talking about the cheating. Like yeah. I'm talking about her being like, oh, he cheated somebody in two days after I moved out. Didn't he get his ex-wife out and then moved you and mama? Mama. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as you always say, how do we get here? Yeah, how did we get here? How did we get here? <laughs> and it's fine. I do sometimes I reflect in therapy and I'm like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And I'm like am a person who I will have a lot of past like regret and like embarrassment for something that I did like or happened a long time ago. And it takes me a long time to work through it. But like la la, nothing like that. <laughs> Well, also Lala is now like laughing with James about how they used to hook up in the beginning of the relationship and all that. And it's, it's really frustrating because it's really, really annoying when somebody goes on TV and has like this, like self-righteous, like Mm -hmm. indignation about all the people and how dare you say these things about me. And then the next season or two seasons later is like, haha, LOL. Yeah. Just kidding. That it's like, it's the shit that Robin Dixon does, right? Like it's annoying to be like, oh yeah um how dare you say that my husband or my partner cheats on me and then be like "Hmm, yeah he did cheat on me no big deal like no it is a big deal because you yelled at people and you hurt people's feelings and you screamed at them and Lala does this all the time Mm -hmm. and it drives me absolutely crazy she constantly does it but I'm very entertained with Vanderpump Rules because Vanderpump Rules was starting to get boring because everybody was getting their life together mm-hmm. and they like need them to always have their lives falling apart because that's the point of the show. Yeah. And you know, the thing about Vanderpump Rules is <laughs> we watch these people fighting in a strip mall parking lot in Vegas. Yes. We are used to a certain type of mess and drama from these people that is rooted in immaturity. Literally, but now they have dumpster. fucking kids, so it's like, <laughs> God damn, you got to be a parent. But yes. now, this uh, the way that it's pivoted. I heard that I don't listen to Sheena's podcast because I'd rather do anything else, but I heard a clip from her and Dodie on it where I guess Jax and Kristen and all of them were around the cameras yes. for the wedding. And yes. Jax and Kristen, they said they kind of like snapped back into like filming mode. They got into a fight. I was like, of course those idiots did. Um, but Dodie said the show that you guys are on now is a lot different than the show that we, with the what the show was when we started it. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. I think we've taken a, a great pivot um, because mess is mess. Yes. I just... D- how do we uphold this mess in the future? You know what I, I mean? Need, yeah, I need low stakes mess. I mm-hmm. need like, I mean, listen, the show that we were watching before was also different because of you, Kristen. Like you brought home, you brought, you flew in Vegas girl and told Diana to suck a dick or eat a dick or whatever. Your boss. Your boss. Your boss. <laughs> who was telling you, you just needed to go do like everything that's listed 
in your job description. <laughs> and you were like frantic. I'll never forget having that cigarette. Chain Suck a fucking dick. Suck a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like the show was the way it was because you and Jax Taylor are and Stasi are terrorists. Like, yes, the show is different now because the level of anger is it's just a different kind of anger. And I really enjoyed like watching Raquel go on that sad little date mm-hmm. with Peter where she cried was hilarious. That was so good. I was dying. Of course, they are outside mowing the lawn right now. And oh, if this is picked it. up in the audio, you can't hear it. Mm-mm. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, if this is picked up in the audio, I'm going to scream because they're literally right there. But no, I, speaking of Raquel, I, I don't want to see mama cry anymore. I don't know why it's irritating me. Maybe because <laughs> I know what's coming. Maybe because yes, I know what's coming yes, with yeah, swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, first, first things first, I'm really irritated that Peter isn't upset. Y'all had no chemistry. You were just doing this for the fucking show. And Lisa Vanderpump said, I, 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 people are going to talk about this. Absolutely the fuck not. She even said, this isn't 12 years ago. I love how I live with Lisa. It's like, because of the Me Too movement. Also like common decency, Lisa. How about that? Like, where's the HR? <laughs> like I said, there's no fucking way you can. I've worked in places where GMs like, have texted people inappropriately and it's like mm. imagine sleeping like they say peter has slept with multiple Everybody. servers and bartenders and i'm like how do y'all make a schedule <laughs> how do y'all make schedule? because speaking from experience one bartender sleeping with the manager is a terror amongst a restaurant everything's unfair everybody's got no 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 uh-huh. too much it's too much Okay. <laughs> I just, and, my good God, but I don't, I'm here for Raquel being free. I just don't think I understood, or maybe I just didn't pay attention to how much James was bankrolling her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'm like, I forget that James has money, comes from money. Mm. He came from somebody who had money but didn't anymore. That's so what James, I thought. Yeah, James, but I think James is James is just such a sad soul. I James is such a <clears throat> motherfucker. He is such a piece of shit. He is such a dog shit human being, but he has such a fucked up childhood. Like, and yeah. we've seen his childhood. We've met his mother. We know the stories about like how he had his arm broken because he was bullied for having big ears and shit. Like James is such a transparent person to me that he is actually one of the most interesting people to watch because of the shit that he does. Like he did get tortured as a kid. He does have a really fucked up mother. He is also taking care of his family he's sending mm-hmm. his brothers to college like it's really just like he's got such mommy issues he probably also has daddy issues like james is a very complicated person in the most interesting way of like reality television but he's also such a piece of shit like yeah him like him talking about like just like going to the restaurant and like going out with Allie, like all that stuff is, it's just so, it's so obvious that it's played up for cameras too. Mm -hmm. I was just about to say that. But like last year, yeah. I mean, Raquel joined the show with James Kennedy already being a thing on Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. She started dating the DJ at Sir, who also did other gigs and was like unknown reality TV personality. So like, Yes, of course. He whatever he got paid from the show and from Instagram and all that stuff, I'm sure he spent it on her because she was just a pageant girly. I do think that I'm starting to see Raquel in the way that I kind of started that like the way I ended Britney with ended with Britney. Because you cannot tell me like people have people have said that Britney was in Vegas. She saw Jax. She knew who Jax was. She knew about the show. And she went out of her way. She she had a boyfriend back Mm -hmm. home in Kentucky. She went out of her way to like put herself in Jax's space to like get with him. And then came home, dumped her boyfriend and literally started dating Jax and then moved out to LA with him. She Mm -hmm. wanted 
to be on the show. She wanted to date Jax. I am like kind of starting to see that from Raquel now that she has to stand on her own without James, because I'm like, well, by the time you came in the picture, Raquel, James was a staple on yeah. this show. Yes. He was a staple on this show. So you did know who he was. Like, like you knew. Yes. And now I'm just, I don't know. I'm seeing a different side of her. Yes. I really am. And again, it could be because I know what's about to happen because like, I don't know why you need to make out with Schwartz, Raquel. Why the fuck did, or Oliver for, and I, I am so torn because I, what I did not like was Garcelle's son's wife. I didn't like what she put out. Oh yeah. That was crazy. I did not. There's I've had, and I've had this conversation with like Taria and Stephanie and other black women. I don't think what Oliver did was right. He cheated on his family. That's a problem. When you are in an interracial relationship, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like the situation with black men and white women, Mm -hmm. we all have the stereotypes that we deal with. Um, It's so easy to be like, oh, you're a white woman. My black uh, husband cheated on me. He's a dog. He's this. He doesn't take care. And people just immediately. Yes. Yes. And the fact that she dragged Garcelle into it and said, oh, you just, you don't want to have a relationship with me. You don't want to, I don't like the connotation because mama, hold on. That doesn't necessarily, her not answering your phone calls or not being who you want her to be doesn't have anything to do with the media of it all more so that that's her son. Yeah. That is her son at the end of the day. So she can tell you, yeah. And she can tell him I'm disappointed in you. I cannot believe you did that. Oliver. But that is still her son. So like how I felt like the nature of how she tried to drag the situation down and post all about it. I was like, I'm not really with this because well, it, just, it just yeah it's cloud chasing also yeah it's, and, uh, it's using it's using a situation a person who is associated with your partner to mm-hmm. get attention like that's it, all she did and yeah and she like it's just so easy to believe those things like I mean, i'm not denying her experience whatsoever but she went she crossed the line from dragging oliver into dragging ourselves and then raquel just didn't you didn't see too much about Raquel when she was dragging yeah. and like everybody knew y'all were married. So yes. Yeah. And, and I think maybe it was also because there were other women too, apparently involved. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't yeah. just Raquel. Um, yeah. I don't know what to think about Raquel. I do think that she is. I, I feel like she is a Bambi eyed bitch. Um, yeah. I do feel like she is like almost like, oh, in order for me to be on Vanderpump Rules, I have to be messy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, even her doing these things to me, and I don't know, maybe it's because she's a Bambi-eyed bitch and I'm biased because I think that, like, she came on last season and, like, broke up with James and was like, oh, I, I want to, like, work with special needs kids. And then, like, now she's, like, a waitress at Sir and hanging out with Peter. So, like, obviously, <laughs> what? You forgot, forgot that she that said she- that? Yeah, that was her dream. To work with special needs kids i was like oh what happened to that you um, want to be what, a teacher too or something yeah it, listen <laughs> so so they like maybe i am biased right and i'm like looking at her with like rose colored glasses in the words of lisa vanderpump but like there's something about raquel even doing these things where i'm like raquel is this even what you want to be doing or are you just yeah. doing this bit to stay on the show yeah that's the truth i feel the same about her i I do feel the same about her um okay now that's all we have for vanderpump let's <laughs> move into miami <laughs> because we had a filler episode last week and i just knew i just mm-hmm. knew that this week was gonna get it popping and, and it did okay yes now i the we're gonna go through this episode as in like before Adriana said what she said about Frankie. Um, and you know what? I feel like all went went back to being right in the world because like most of the season, I was like, wow, Adriana is making points. I'm with her when she's yes. right. But I can't stand that woman. And she no. reminded me of that this this episode because mm-hmm. with Adriana, 
it's so as much as I think like Marisol is sad because she's drunk all the time and like Alexia is low-key sad Marisol is a different or Marisol uh Adriana is a different type of sad to me because she literally wants love and affection from every single person around her like it's it's baffling to me yeah she's uh if you if you have not watched like season three of the show of Miami or even season two, like I would recommend that you go and watch it because Adriana's a terrorist. Like she's not a good person. Like mm-hmm. even her friendship with Julia is so weird. Last season to me, it felt like she was gay baiting the whole time. Yeah. Like she's really been she hung on to this like basically her whole shtick last season was I'm a friend of and I'm bringing Julia on Mm -hmm. but like I'm not actually showing anything of my life instead I'm using this gay woman the first like gay housewife um as sort of a way to stay relevant on the show like I've Mm -hmm. never found it and then like I don't like Larsa but like the whole thing with Kanye West dick was the weirdest thing in the world it was weirdest story I've ever heard in my life weirdest story anybody has ever ever heard weirdest story to ever have been told yeah by anybody well like what 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 the fuck are you talking about what the fuck are you talking about that doesn't even make any goddamn sense I don't think I don't even if you're at an event with like famous people I have a feeling that Kanye West just isn't going into the bathroom because he's so I hate talking about I'm not even going going there but back to Adriana I I do need to point out though and this has been on my mind heavy since the botanica the whole thing i think one thing that's kind of like missing when it comes to marisol and alexia is that julia is not she's not latina she's not cuban she's not brazilian she's russian (laughs) i don't think julia going to the botanica holds the same weight in her mind in her mind as it does with the other ladies now i understand because they're like, well, I think what they're saying is, but you hang out with a Adriana's Brazilian. So she understands yeah. and she didn't say anything. And that's why they are so on uh, Adriana about it. Yeah. Because they're like, she may not know, but you know. Yeah. You know. And then it turns out it wasn't even a Botanica. It was a gift shop. <laughs> I know. They kept saying it was like, oh, a Botanica. And then I was like, I kept thinking about that, like that scene. And I was like, it looks like a like a little store in a strip mall like it doesn't even look like a nice like it doesn't look like one of those places you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's literally a stone that just says words on it um well I I also think that like the reason why they're so angry about it is because obviously of projection like I think that Alexia not trusting Julia's gift is because Alexia's a lunatic (laughs) a barracuda a barracuda (laughs) a barracuda even (laughs) Okay. The editors were so fucking shady for pausing her face like that and putting it next to a barracuda. Give them a raise. Honestly, give them a raise for whoever did that Google search. I, for that I love that they even cut to Gertie being like, "Give me a split screen. No, show me both." No, the <laughs> fact also that Lisa Nicole and I think Gertie are on the <laughs> other side of the Nicole, like Lisa literally has Googled Barracuda and it's just like <laughs> passing the phone down the table because she's like and in that moment I agree because I was like a Barracuda I was like well I don't think I could pick a Barracuda out of a fucking lineup and Alexia's like we're talking over here can y'all pay attention no you're calling each other fish yes I'm going to look up and see if there's a resemblance to you in the fish exactly exactly no kiki's getting up and running to fucking pee in the ocean wild i was not i literally was not okay but like the moment that i started to turn back i literally like i'm with adriana when she's right i understand you're like i feel like nobody came to check on me da 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 but then why the fuck did you pull out that marisol's ex-boyfriend messaged you tried to ask you out and then says oh I never loved her your honor relevance relevance yes you're just you're picking things out of a hat now and you're making it worse um yeah she's really really good at shooting herself in the foot (laughs) Uh, the foot that's already broken shattered no shattered into pieces 
No. <laughs> I, her and that damn foot. Her and that damn fucking foot. We'll get there in a second. I do want to touch on Larsa yes. trying to, I don't want to call this an apologize. I don't want to call it a smooth things over with Nicole because the thing Larsa does, well, Larsa does a lot of things that get under my skin, but she, Nicole's just like, I'm chilling. I don't need you bringing up any other rumors that somebody on Instagram yeah. or OnlyFans messaged you about me. She comes to her and she says, I, she has a conversation with Nicole that Nicole was trying to have with her when Larsa accused her of sleeping with everybody in the hospital. That's I was right. like, I understand Nicole like being like, I'm not arguing with this bitch, but like uh, me, I would have been like, Larsa, you understand that that's just the conversation I was trying to have with you when you were like, I heard you talked to everybody in the hospital. And then she yeah. cuts the confessional and says, I'm not sorry. And I don't feel bad. I just want to move on. Then well, what's don't the point? say anything, Larsa. Yeah. What's like, the point? Do, don't fucking say anything. I mean, Larsa does this a lot. Like if somebody else says, Larsa and Alexia both do it where somebody will make a point and if it's a point that they wanted to make or a point that they don't think is necessary at that time, they'll snap at them. Mm -hmm. But then they'll take that exact conversation and have it with another person the next day and be like coming from a place of concern. For example, they all got on Gertie. Oh my God. For being like, Lisa, you should just worry about yourself. You're just, it's it's Lisa, it's road Lisa. You're, you're going to just be worried about Lisa and the kids and that's it. That's all you're going to worry about. And they were like, Gertie, how dare you say that to her? That's so crazy. You are never divorced. You And then one by one, Marisol, Alexia, and Larsa all said the exact same fucking thing to Lisa in like one-on-one -on -one scenes. And apparently- like Right after. Right after. So it's like they do this shit like Larsa, Nicole was trying to have that exact conversation with you. You didn't like it. So you snapped. And then now you're going to Nicole and having the same conversation as if that would never happen. And then she's like, we just both got off on the wrong foot. I no, don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, you are a lunatic. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And the thing that pissed me off with the Gertie thing is that they were acting like what Gertie said was advice that no other friend has given to a person, to a, another friend going through a, diver a divorce. <laughs> like literally, I so many women give other women that same advice. Like, honey, I know he is like, lost his yeah. mind but it's just focus on you and your kids and the chips may fall that's like the number one thing people say number one that's what i was just like what the fuck so i'm just like larsa and then where larsa lose excuse me loses me the second time is when they're at the dinner and adriana is talking i don't even fucking remember what she says i really don't because what larsa said was so egregious she looks at Adriana and says, Adriana, I'll beat your fucking ass right now. You, I'm sorry, you'll do what? Yeah. You, I have a problem. Y'all know this. I have a problem with people who buck with people who are, they know we're not going to buck back. Lala does this with Colin Raquel, a Bambi eyed bitch. Mm -hmm. Me and my friend were just talking about the fact that, oh, it was me and you. <laughs> so, oh, no, no, no. No, it was me and Stephanie. Okay. Talking about the fact that like Lala got into Billy's face yes. back in the day. Billy was not going to buck with her and we, cause Billy is trans and yes. Billy understands that that would have been a whole thing. Yes. It would have been so disgusting and dangerous for Billy if she would have met Lala with the same energy. And that's fucked up because yeah. this woman is in her face with her fucking finger in Billy's face saying like, Oh, I'll fuck you up, but calling her all types of names. But yep. because the world is fucked up, Billy couldn't respond the way like a bitch like me would have. Okay. Yes. <laughs> And I'm like, Larsa, you'll beat her fucking ass. Beat her ass then. Beat her yeah. fucking ass. You may yeah. have, are those braids too tight, bitch? Because yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. And then she says it again later. She goes, she, when they're like Adriana threw the glass or whatever, which I'm still trying to figure out how they were sitting at that table. Because yeah. I'm like, it does look like it went right over Larsa. And Larsa, like, if she would have thrown that glass at me, she'd be in that fucking ocean. Larsa, be, go throw a punch. Yes, I want to see you punch. try. I want to see you fucking try. Because, bitch, be for fucking real. Yeah. Be for fucking real. Like, girl, go. Go away. Go away. Does Larsa... Can you even imagine Larsa ever moving in, like, a no, fast way? No. That, hello? Because that's the thing. That's the thing. To like, be in a fight, to beat somebody's ass, like, it happens quick. You got to be scrappy. You got to be quick. You got to move. Yeah. And I don't think that Larsa has... She barely talks fast. No, she... <laughs> Like, I don't, I can't ever imagine Larsa being able to physically move her body fast enough to do anything. 
No. Okay. And then, so all of the mayhem is going down at the dinner. The rage healer (laughs) is like, they're, they're ready to scream. So they're on the beach. Kiki and Gertie are in their own little black girl world, having fun with one another. They trip, they fall, they fall into Lisa. Lisa falls into Adriana. Lisa's magically fine, even though she did fall down, I believe. Yes. (laughs) She was, she was within direct contact. Then she steps on Adriana's foot and uh, now we need a medic. Now yeah. Nicole yes. needs to bring out some medical supplies and yes. <laughs> perform anesthesia on Adriana. And yes. Nicole even says, she goes, I have to perform medical <laughs> supervision on Adriana. Yes. <laughs> like Adriana, you may, I understand I am older. And if I step on a crack on the sidewalk wrong, I'm like, oh, okay. My joints are not what they used to be, but girl, girl, I was screaming at the TV because I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing this. I would, I'm not one to be with the bullshit and I'm not one for somebody who tries to like occupy the trip with their shit. Yeah. I would have, I would have fucking yelled at her. Yeah, I'm. So, I would have. I would have been like, "Stop the wheelchair the next day." The squeaky wheelchair, the get being having to be carried around on people's backs. Like, I know. Listen, there was okay a couple weeks ago. I had such bad back pain that I couldn't sleep, and I, <laughs> my husband at like four a.m. went to use the bathroom, and he was like, "Are you awake?" And I started hysterically crying. I was like, "My back hurts so bad. I'm so sleepy. Comfortable." It happens, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I'm 37. It happens. But like, girl, you're on a ma- you're on like a beautiful vacation. You're definitely milking it. But also it was really funny to like see her milking it where like earlier in the episode she's talking about how like her blood pressure is extremely high. <laughs> 250 or something? <laughs> like why are you on this vacation? First of all, why are you trying to be on a reality TV show if you have high blood pressure? Like, getting are you plane, taking your meds? Like, yeah. Like, what's going on? If you have high blood pressure, you should be on prescription medication to handle that. But she's like, yeah, I could have a stroke any minute. Why are you putting yourself in situations where you could stroke out? Like, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> I have to rewind. When she did have one good, one good comeback, which was... Marisol's like, I don't want to accept any gifts from anybody I'm from the Botanica or not. And Adriana says, you have no problem with people give you drinks. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what, that was Julia. Julia's like, oh, yeah. what about cocktails? Somebody could touch a cocktail and hand it to you. And you, and then Marisol's like, don't be ridiculous. That's a cocktail. And yeah. Julia yes. Goes, yes. Yeah. Well, don't be ridiculous. It's a stone. stone. <laughs> I was like. She has a point there. She does. You are never going to turn down a drink, Marisol. You're never going to turn down a drink. But so the next day, Adriana and Julia hear the girls talking in the room. And like, this is what kills me about Adriana and Julia. Like, they're like listening and they take like Nicole was just like, I called the place, guys. It's it's a gift shop. It's not an actual botanica. Yeah. We thought she was at a botanica. Nicole is like trying to muffle laughter. Like even in the scene where she's like, yes, come on. Which one thing I noticed about the Miami ladies, which I appreciate is they share glam. They, yeah. they, yeah. because they were like, oh, she came downstairs to get her makeup done with so-and-so. I'm like, look at my cost conscious queens. Yeah. Um, but she's then they're like, oh, these ladies are making fun. I'm like, for once, they didn't really say anything that bad. They are just reacting to the fact that they said it was a botanica and yeah. Now, and we found out that it's not like, and then I think that on Housewives, it's really funny. The whole, like you were talking behind my back. Everybody talks behind everybody's That's back. That's why we're it's- here. That's why we're here. It's like, how dare you have this? Con- it's like, I, isn't that just called being friends? Also, like, that's what people do when they know people, they talk about each other. Like, when things are happening, like, baby, if you, my two best friends, we, we have called each ourselves the tripod forever. And I know you guys are gonna be like, aren't you guys 30? It started when we were like fucking 20. Okay. So, or actually even younger than that. But like, if something's going on, we're like, mm, do you hear what's going on with Courtney? 
it's like, and it's not malicious. It's literally just that like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to make her feel better? Or like, she thought she was giving us a witch's stone and it's fine. It's like hilarious. It's a fine, but God, when they get on this boat and go to this Island, that's when things really start to take a downfall because like the amount of attention Adriana needs is like concerning to me. Like, I think it could be an illness. Like <laughs> she's like, how am I going to get on the boat? They're listening to music on the uh, boat. She's like, do we want to listen to my song? Then she's like, it makes me feel so good that you guys wanted to listen to my song. But now you guys are in the ocean. How dare you go be out on the beach in this private, beautiful private uh, island. But you don't want to come see about me sitting on the, like Adriana, nothing is ever enough for you. No attention is ever enough for you. So I think here's what happened. They get to Bahamas. Marisol's not there. Adriana feels like she and Alexia are like in the group. They're mm. like together. It's the OGs of the show and they're all together. Alexia, her and Larissa, like they're all hanging out, whatever, all this stuff. Right. So I think uh, Adriana feels like she's back in the fold of the actual show, because if you think about it, Marisol and Adriana are both friends of. So yeah. one of them is not there. Adriana gets to be there. She obviously is not in competition with Kiki because Kiki's a new person. So like she felt like that. And then as soon as Marisol got there, it was like, I think Adriana got that thing snatched away that she had just gotten like a taste of because mm-hmm. Marisol's Marisol came back. So, and then she's been ousted out of the group, which is what she's been complaining about. Like, oh, you guys didn't keep me in the group, whatever, all this stuff. Right. So I think that like, she's having a full mental breakdown mm-hmm. because she got a taste <clears throat> of what she actually really wants from the show and it got taken away. And now she is having a full adult tantrum. A full, like full blown. Full blown. Because I, when I say that I would have actually broken her foot, if she fucking told me like accidents happen, accidents happen when you have bad karma or whatever, like with Frankie, somebody stepped on your foot, Adriana, and you're being dramatic about it. That like Frankie had an accident okay let's talk about this for a second so initially when she's like complaining nobody cared that my foot almost got smashed into a million pieces I'm like she's so fucking annoying right it is it is really interesting to hear Alexia of all people be like so what Adriana accidents happen because Alexia is the person who believes that the worst things happen to her everybody Mm -hmm. gets the evil eye blah 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 tragedy always happens to me she's Mm -hmm. she is the forever victim some of the things that have happened to Alexia are for real really sad her mother dying on her wedding day is a super tragedy what happened to Frankie is absolutely sad but the way the shit that her, her son is her ex-husbands, both of them, like all that shit, those are things that you have been actively involved in, right? So Peter, like, the yes. Peter, yeah. Yeah, so it's like all that stuff, like Alexia is, it's funny to hear mm-hmm. Alexia of all people be like, so what Adriana, accidents happen. Because you know, if, if Marisol hurt her foot, Alexia would be like, see, it's the black magic. Yeah, it's she the would. Bad juju. She would. You know what I mean? So she would have done that. However, Adriana, for you to say, yeah, accidents happen like what happened to Frankie. What the fuck? That's not, that's not, not the same type of accident. Not the same type of accident. And you're completely right because my thing with Adriana is like when she doesn't get the reaction that she wants, she's digging into the pits of hell to get the worst (laughs) fucking thing that she can say and then throws a fucking grenade and then sits there like, why are you upset? Bitch, you dug into something that I had to go to therapy about. Yes. That that has no relevance here. It has no relevance here. She literally could have said almost anything else. Yeah. Anything else besides Frankie's accident. It's like bad enough that you you said that thing about Marisol's ex-boyfriend, like, telling you that he didn't love you as if you were a good friend yeah. for not telling her that except now you are telling her that like it's bad enough but she was like let me dig even further into hell like yeah. let me just let me just take Hades himself out and throw him at you because she's nuts and, and, and I imagine like I watching this all of this like with her the foot and all the like stuff that she's like no one cares about me I 
I just was like playing it in my head. I said, I, it's sad because I bet when Adriana is at home by herself alone, like she is really like, I bet she is like crying and that's sad, but we do need to unpack like why you have not like gone to unpack any of that shit, gone to like figure out, do some soul searching and be like, okay, I'm okay with being alone. And it's not, you know, it's not ideal, but this is what I have. And I'm going to make the most out of it. There's this show on Hulu called, um, tell me lies. Mm -hmm. And this character, the mother, the guy is like the pathological liar lies just a lie. It's so infuriating, but you get to see into his backstory, his mom, and like he, you can you see that he gets it from her because mm-hmm. and I was like this is Adriana I was like this oh. is Adriana she her kids like don't want to be around her because she does think dramatic ass things um she puts him in bad situations and then when they're like mom I can't I cannot do this I've had enough she literally like pretended that she bumped into her son making him spill coffee on her and she was like <laughs> yeah this is Adriana like like because her son's like no mom I can't deal with this I'm gonna leave she's like oh my god I was like this this is exactly what she does I I can't deal with it because it's it's scary it's sad yeah Adriana makes me um uncomfortable and like I I I remembered thinking that it she's an annoying person and I was like kind of dreading her being on the show. Mm-hmm. But then um, she was making good points. And I was like, oh, she's not. And then she does this. And I'm like, oh, God, you are you're a monster. But also, like, let's not act like Marisol and Alexia and Larsa are not the same kind of monsters. Right. Thank you. Yes, exactly. I don't I want to be very clear. I do not agree with Alexia or Adriana saying that about Frankie at all. But Alexia has had her fair share and that's another thing that pisses me off like we've all talked about how Alexia will get out of stuff get out of taking responsibility and yes things by using the tragedies in her life yes that don't apply and then Marisol you just are not Marisol Adriana you just handed it to her yeah you just literally handed it to her exactly like uh okay let's talk about the lunatics in jersey really quickly before we get off of here um uh, jennifer eden <laughs> listen i i i feel like i'm on an island all by myself supporting jennifer eden and i don't know how i got here how did i get here listen i understand where jen is coming from but I feel like with the beef with Dolores and Jennifer, I'm just like, we're going to keep arguing about this because it's like not that big. It's of, not that serious. It's like, like Stephanie, um, she said like from the Mocha Minutes pod, she says this all the time. Like she makes these great correlations <laughs> um, when housewives drag out beef. Like she's like, Robin and Wendy technically don't have fucking problems. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she was like, y'all ain't got no fucking problem. Come on. Yeah. Like be for real now. And th- this is getting ridiculous. That's how I feel about Jennifer and Dolores. Yeah. There ain't no fucking problem. There's okay. no problem. And all even Dolores being upset is like, Dolores is like, she accused me of being a bad friend. Well, Jennifer felt like you weren't being a good friend to her. It's not that serious, <clears throat> Dolores. Like you, you can just say, okay, I was the kind of friend that you needed. I thought that I could be to you. You don't think that that's good enough. That's fine. But I'm a good friend to everybody else. And that's and he, it. Exactly. And here's the thing. I have been like, I have had sensitive friends in the past where they're like, I need this and this and this. And I'm like, but you know, I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm going to show up for you how I show up for you. And it's not with like crying with you, da, da, da. Like I'm going, I'm, you need to, you're expecting me to be you. I'm being me. Yeah. And that's how like I take people. I'm like, okay, if my if one of my friends just completely started acting out of character when I I would be like, you don't act like that. It's one of those yeah. things where like you're not why are you expecting this soft tender touch from Dolores? Even when Dolores stands up for her, Teresa, it's not like lovingly. No. It's not like it's from a place of it's just Dolores. That's Again, Dolores, exactly. One of my favorite scenes from Dolores is in the boutique when Danielle and Marge are getting into it. Marge pours the water. Danielle empties out the uh, wallet. It's such a throwaway scene. Dolores is off to the side. All right, they're even. They're even. We're done here. 
She's like, yeah. she's at her Patterson is coming out. Like Dolores? She's not checking on anybody. No. She's, not, she's like, all right, we're good. You got your lick. You got your lick. Cool. You're going up to a a prickly person, hugging them and getting mad that they're prickly. That's mm-hmm. just who they are. That's yeah. fine. Now, where I will say that I am definitely team Jennifer Aiden is in her feud against Margaret. Margaret can oh, go fuck yeah. herself. Oh, yeah. Margaret, you are fucking hilarious. You're mad that somebody has brought outside information. You're mad that somebody pulled a you on you. <laughs> You're mad that somebody pulled a you on you. You literally brought Jen's or Bill's affair onto the mm-hmm. show that happened 10 fucking years ago. Yes. 10 fucking years ago, you brought that shit out. Okay. You went digging for it. And now yeah. you're mad that somebody, and where I know also I'm like, Marge, be for fucking real. My childhood best friend decided she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. And she's telling my best, that's not, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Back that shit up in the words of Dorinda. You better back that shit up <laughs> because that's not how that childhood best friends don't just decide that they don't want to be your friend and that they're going to tell all of your shit or maybe Melissa shit, whatever the fuck it is. Well, Margaret also is hilarious because she's like, oh, Jennifer went digging. No, your friend went and gave information. She chose to meet with with Jennifer and Teresa. Let's Mm -hmm. not forget Mm -hmm. that Teresa was also involved in this. So I think it's really funny when they're at that pool party and Jennifer, uh, I'm sorry, Margaret pulls Jennifer aside to talk to her about the meetup, even though Teresa was also involved. And then she has the audacity to go and sit down First of all, she's screaming at Jennifer. She again says something about her being on drugs. She's not. Um, and also I was then confused she, about that. She sits down and she's like, oh, and then she pulls ropes Dolores into it because she knows that Dolores and Jennifer are gonna fight if she pokes at it. Mm-hmm. Like Margaret is really fucking smart and catty and messy. Like I can imagine why somebody like her, who like probably was around the worst fucking people in the world in the eighties and nineties is somehow in this place now in this, in like in her life, yeah. she doesn't seem like a good fucking person at all. No, And she's always come for Margaret, uh, for, for Jennifer, Jennifer from the beginning, about her culture, about her people, about her ethnicity, about all that stuff, about her Im- immigrant experience. And then she has the audacity to be like, Oh, my mother is also an immigrant from Hungary. <sighs> it's just all like, I fucking hate Margaret. She's the worst kind of white lady. And I can't stand her and what she's doing right now. Like that whole poolside scene made me so fucking angry. She's got a lot of heat for Jennifer, but she's got none for Teresa, even though Teresa did the exact same thing. You know what irritates me about Marge? Well, a lot of shit irritates me about Marge, but she, <clears throat> she'll go, Jennifer, 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 you're, you've got marijuana. What did she call it? Marijuana, marijuana paranoia. Yeah. She's got, you've got the marijuana paranoia right now. You need to stop. You need to stop. Like, what 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 are you talking about were you guys just smoking a joint like what are you talking about she's got marijuana paranoia she the way she talks like even when she apologized to uh jennifer last year outside and was like i don't want to have an issue with you i don't want to have an issue with you but you know sometimes you're just too much you you shut the fuck up lady shut the fuck up and what is in the back of your head i know what are all those clips saying now when it comes to oh my god the melissa joey Teresa part 5572 i did not you know stand up for Teresa and um yeah Teresa enough last week yeah. tiktok felt and then this week they felt like i stood up for her too much i'm just calling the situation how i see it for joe to sit there and say we're two kids from the hood from Patterson and we're sitting at this award show and we can't even take a picture with one another. Yeah. Our parents are looking down pissed. Joe, if you, if you really feel that way, then go over to your sister and say, Hey, let's take a picture. Yeah. If you really feel that way, it's, it's Melissa and Teresa presented the award together. Yeah, no, no. I think the issue with Joe Gorga is that Joe Gorga thought that after Joe Judah, his issue has always been, mm-hmm. I said this on my podcast, his issue has always been between the Joes. It's always yeah. been between the Joes. Joe Judice came in when Joe Gorga was a young guy, mm-hmm. very impressionable. His parents fell in love with this man. The man ends up being a crook. And Joe Judi- Joe Gorga is waiting for somebody to pat him on the back and say, no, you're the big man in the house. Mm-hmm. You're the good son. You're yep. the good Joe. You're the good one. And instead, what is happening? What's happening is that when 
he, when his nieces were, when his parents were like, when his dad went away, uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, when, when his nieces lost their father to deportation, Mm -hmm. Joe Gorga went on stage and started making jokes and on podcasts, making jokes about Joe Judice. Mm -hmm. His nieces get mad. So he's already mad about that. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. They're mad. And he wants somebody to pat him on the back and say, no, you are the father that we all wanted. You are the adult. You are the man of the Gorga family. And he's never going to get that because his parents aren't around anymore to give him that validation. And now Teresa has moved on to a new man and she doesn't need her brother. And it's honestly borderline incestual the way that he's obsessed with his sister needing him around all the time and weird and not only that Job doesn't wants to do he wants the recognition without doing a lot of the work because I say this all the time you guys have heard me say it I know with the feud now and where they're at with no one getting along I really do think that if Antonia were to come to um Teresa and Mm -hmm. say oh auntie T like I I can't deal with my parents. I need your help. I need a safe space. Teresa would be there for Antonia. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. She wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't. I don't think, you know, she would, she would love her niece the way an aunt would flip those tables. Joe Gorga would not do the same for the four girls. He would be talking about Teresa. He would be putting it out in the press. He would be, you know, making jokes about it. And it's not the same. You're not, you, you want the recognition and you don't do things lovingly from your heart because you want recognition. Exactly. Like you just don't. And honestly, the only person watching this, uh, Joe, Joe and Teresa are in a fight show is Joe. Like <sighs> Teresa doesn't even care that much. Um, no, she really doesn't. But yeah. okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Nor, please tell the people where they can find you. You can find me everywhere podcasts are heard. The reality is, uh, is on everywhere. And then I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the reality is pod. Okay. And y'all already know where you can find me over on Instagram at who asked me podcast on TikTok um, at who asked Zell. Zell is S-E-L-L-E. Please do not forget to rate and review on Apple podcast and as well as Spotify, give a five-star rating. We'll talk to y'all next week.